Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Psychology of Dating podcast. You're listening to Nadine Newkirk, and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the skill from dialectical behavior therapy, DBT, called radical acceptance. And we're going to apply how this skill, radical acceptance, can be used in dating situations. Before we get into that, I'd really appreciate if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or any of the other podcast hosting sites, if you could please take a few seconds to give a star rating. I'm nearly at 25 I saw on um, Apple iTunes and I'm aiming for 50. (laughs) So if you could take those few seconds, every little bit counts and yeah, that'll help give visibility to the podcast, which means we can have more listeners spread the dating love and news around and then the people you start dating will be more effective and we can actually just have an awesome dating pool. (laughs) So thank you so much for doing that. I will be reading every single one. And if you haven't heard already from my other episodes, I've got a free guide for you. It's called Top 3 Mindset Shifts in Dating. And I go through some cognitive challenging. So that's looking at unhelpful beliefs or thoughts that frequently come up in dating that I've seen have been kind of patterns over time with people I talk to. And we look at some reframes or shifts which can help open up your thinking, open up your perspective to hopefully ease your dating experience. So you'll see the link to that in the episode show notes. So what is radical acceptance skill and how can we apply it to dating? This is a skill to be used if you've got situations which are out of control So out of, you you can't do anything to fix it or solve it. They're just completely out of your hand. And maybe you can't change or control the situation or problem at this time, or maybe you can never solve it. This skill can also be used if not accepting, so kind of denying it or thinking, I wish it was different, is actually causing you more suffering than good. So this could be feelings of resentment from past situations or anger. Maybe you're feeling some shame or guilt or sadness. And there's nothing that you can do in these situations to really remedy that. So this is where that skill could be helpful. Um, An example could be if you're heartbroken and you have the physical pain of you know, literally your heart hurts and maybe you feel heavy in your limbs. You've got that physical body sensations of pain. And then what we might be doing is adding extra suffering on top. So we add rumination where you're going over and over again of thinking of the breakup or things you could have done differently or things you wish that they did differently. And that rumination is fueling maybe anger or self-blame and that causes more and more suffering. So radical acceptance can be helpful when if we can't change the external situation, but if we can shift something internally, the way we kind of feel or think about a situation, and that will help create a little bit more peace. That will actually get a little bit of an internal shift or change, that acceptance. So what are some examples of not accepting reality of when we're trying to deny it or fight it. And we've all been there, (laughs) whether it's for something small or big. 
So in dating, some examples can be if someone has thoughts about the one that got away. So maybe you've had date after date recently and they're not working out and your mind keeps going back to that one person where you wish you'd done it differently or why weren't you interested at that time or you regret making a decision and you keep idealizing how the relationship would have been with that person, how they are. Maybe each new date you go on, you compare every new person to that previous, the one that got away. And the one that got away has kind of no flaws, they're perfect. (laughs) And, you know, we're comparing it to very real human people who have imperfections. Another example of non-acceptance is maybe situations where we've regretted our actions. So maybe you've pushed away someone who was nice or maybe clung too tightly to a situation that wasn't working or, you know, you think maybe you did something hurtful, maybe you ghosted someone and you're finding it hard to accept that that happened. So your mind keeps going over and over. You might have had painful dating experiences. So maybe someone's ghosted you. You know, you had lots of contact and then suddenly they disappeared. Maybe someone cheated. Or maybe you felt rejected in a certain situation. Painful dating situations is a frequent time where we find it hard to accept. Or maybe it's not directly to do with the dates. Maybe you've had a past history of family difficulties or traumas, stressful events, and that's made it difficult into your dating kind of years and relationships. And maybe that's really hard to accept and your mind keeps trying to fight that. And when we have these scenarios where our mind keeps trying to fight reality, it's not accepting that this is the way it is. What happens is we don't actually get change because it's something that we can't change. We can't change the past. We can't predict the future. We actually get more suffering. We don't reduce pain. We increase it. So when we have physical pain, and that can be whatever primary emotion comes up, sadness, hurt, fear from a situation, and if we add on top of that non-acceptance – So lots of thoughts of what if, why this, kind of, you know, secondary emotions of anger. If we add that with that primary pain, then we get extra suffering. And the difficulty is, is that it feels hard to accept something because it feels like sometimes that means I'm giving up or it means that I have to like the situation. And that's not at all what acceptance means. Acceptance means acknowledging reality as it is, even if we really don't like it, even if we wish it could have been different. It's acknowledging this is the way it is right now. So how do you know if you're getting into a state of non-acceptance? What does that look like? And you can notice certain patterns, so thought patterns, maybe certain emotions or physical sensations that you get or certain types of actions or behaviours that you do. For example, thoughts are, why me? This isn't fair. It should be like this. It shouldn't be like that. So lots of shoulds. Comparing yourself to other people, like why do they have that? Or why is their experience like that and mine isn't? Feelings people could get can be quite varied. 
and it can vary in different situations. So sometimes people might feel more anxious if they're trying to fight reality or stressed. Maybe they feel more hopeless or angry and bitter or maybe more sadness. And certain actions we can do if we're not accepting might be more worry thoughts, kind of trying to predict the future but thinking of all the worst-case catastrophic outcomes. We might ruminate, which is where we recycle over and over regrets from the past. We might be more impulsive or more avoidant. So it's really helpful to know your signature, your pattern of noticing when you're trying to fight reality, when you're wishing, I really wish it wouldn't be like this and that's okay, it's normal, natural to do that. But notice if it's happening in a situation where it's actually causing you more suffering and it's not actually helping. So why does our mind sometimes try and reject reality? It's a really good question. What is the function of it? It's our mind trying to protect us from pain. It's trying to get change of a situation. It's trying to say, that was really painful in the past. I never want that to happen again. Or I want the past to change. Or I really hope something stressful doesn't happen in the future. And so the mind then goes into all that rumination and difficult thoughts and difficult behaviors to try and protect us from pain. The trouble is, while the intentions are really kind and good that our mind is trying to protect us, it's in situations where it's ineffective. It's causing more suffering. It's not only having the primary pain, but adding this extra suffering on top. And when we think about going into dating, we actually need a willingness to unlimited times feel the pain of life. And that includes pain in dating. It's part of the package. Part of the package is hope and joy and love and also disappointment and fear and sadness and regrets. And we can't have one without the other, that there is no such thing as just smoothly going into every relationship, never having hiccups, never having road bumps, just perfect from the movie, shiny. That doesn't exist. As long as we're alive, we're going to be experiencing pain, physical or emotional pain of some sort. So I'll give an example of a situation recently, this very weekend, where I was not accepting reality and then I practiced some radical acceptance. And after that example, then I'll go into the actual steps of how to go about practicing that skill, radical acceptance. So leading up to this weekend, I'd been on and off kind of feeling a bit sick, physically sick. And I booked a weekend away ages ago with friends to go to one of their holiday houses. I have a strong kind of value for adventure and novelty and, you know, sometimes life you can kind of get week by week and miss out on a bit of that novelty and newness. And I was really excited to get away and do something different. And at the same time, I knew that I wasn't really going to enjoy it if I was sick. And also, you know, it won't be so enjoyable for all the other people with me too. So leading up to the weekend, what I did when I was feeling unwell is I cancelled. And at the time, it was disappointing. And also, I knew, okay, you know, if I'm feeling sick, it's not going to be worthwhile. So I was a little bit more accepting in that moment. But then when this weekend came around, classic, 
I woke up Saturday morning. I was like, I'm actually feeling quite a lot better this weekend. And I started to imagine what my weekend could have been like if I was at the holiday house and it would have been so nice by the beach and laughter and friends and I would have been so energized because I went somewhere new and I started to feel really resentful about my current weekend. I was like, oh, here I am, boring, mundane, I shouldn't be here. I, you know, it's my fault that I'm suffering now because I should have just kept the holiday weekend and I had thoughts like I'll never have adventure again in my life so these all or nothing thoughts you know when you think never or always and it kind of was adding more suffering to my weekend and taking away from actually being able to wholeheartedly accept it is what it is it's already cancelled so there was no way that um, I could have gone there because actually my friends end up cancelling it as well so I found myself kind of going out for a walk with friend and actually I was at first not really engaging in conversation. I was feeling a bit like, uh, and it made me feel tired and I was kind of ruminating in my head about how it could have been and comparing it to this perfect ideal. <laughs> and even though it was a beautiful sunny day and I was lucky enough to actually be walking by the coast and I had to practice this radical acceptance because I started to realise, okay, overthinking this, keeping on thinking about how the weekend could have been, isn't going to change the fact that back in the past, Nadine was sick, she cancelled it, and it is what it is. We can't change it now. So, you know, and if I tried to like rush off, it wouldn't have actually been an enjoyable weekend because I hadn't planned anything. And yeah, I had to radically accept, you know what, I'm here this weekend. And to radically accept, I had to validate myself. Like, yeah, it's disappointing when you know, things aren't as expected, that you're actually better and you would have really liked to go. So I acknowledge that pain and disappointment. I also acknowledge the value I have for adventure and novelty and thought, okay, you know, the fact that I'm so disappointed means I actually need to book a few more things in ahead of time. And maybe it didn't happen this time, but I shouldn't give up. You know, I could try again. And I then also tried to immerse myself in the moment, actually think about how can I engage with this weekend that I have, the reality that I have right now. So I started to try and think of conversation topics to talk with a friend that I was with. I started to notice the colour of the blue water and the warmth of the sun and actually went and got a really nice snack from a cafe. And I'm not going to say it completely erased that disappointment of wanting to go on the other holiday weekend, but it did take away that extra suffering and I did get a little bit less out of my head and a little bit less out of that rumination. So how can you practice radical acceptance for maybe some situations that you're kind of feeling stuck on and you can't change, but you need a little bit of an internal shift to help give you a bit more peace? So first of all, before we go to the steps of radical acceptance, it's important to know what radical acceptance isn't. So as I said before, it doesn't mean that you have to agree or like the situation. You can still think it sucks. It doesn't mean that you're giving up and you're not going to do any actions that could help get you change if it's possible in the future. It's actually, instead of a give up type of skill, it's a hopeful skill. Because to get change, we need to first acknowledge this is the way it is and see reality as it is. And that's the best template to then actually plan and do things. 
Radical acceptance is acknowledging reality as it is, the facts as they are. It's acknowledging that pain is a natural part of life, including in dating. It's acknowledging that everything has a cause, everything like the butterfly effect, that it wasn't just all your fault and responsibility in a situation. It's not just all someone else's, but there's a multitude of different things. There's things that I've done, things other people have done, bigger situations and contexts. You know, how we act in dating now is actually a cascade of things. It leads from our parenting styles and our grandparents' parenting styles and our friendships and the skills we've learned and opportunities for teachings and all these different things coming into play and also the other person's 50% and all their history. So that can be sometimes helpful to zoom out and realise it's not just one factor, that what led up to now was a chain of events from, you know, you could track it back millions of years if you really wanted to. And radical acceptance is acknowledging that we can't change the past and we can't predict the future. So the steps to radically accept. First of all, observe signs that you're fighting reality. So this is noticing your signature. What are your certain thought patterns, feelings or actions that you do when you're fighting reality? Then step two, validate your pain. So this means not dismissing it or saying like you're weak or you shouldn't feel this. This is actually acknowledging it's okay, like it hurts. It's a simple sentence, like it's disappointing when someone doesn't text back or it hurts when a relationship doesn't work out. It's acknowledging that pain. You might have a certain sentence or phrase that helps you in the moment. It is as it is. This is how things happened. There's a whole lot of events that led up until now. Find the words that resonate with you. And then practice accepting the situation wholeheartedly with your body, with your mind. So this isn't half accepting. So maybe you accept that, you know, your ex isn't going to get back together with you and you go on more dates. But maybe you're you know, in one way you're doing the actions, but in the other way you're still doing those comparisons of everyone to your ex in your head, so you're only half accepting. So this is where we really want to catch our thoughts, bring ourselves back to the moment, bring ourselves back to what is helpful. With your body, if you notice you're really angry or bitter, notice if you're tensing up and maybe you physically do a relaxation, like a muscle relaxation or a meditation Or maybe if you're feeling really hopeless and flat, you get your body moving and a bit energized. Go for a walk or do one little action. Sit up if you're in bed, open the window, get some fresh air in. You might notice the certain types of self-talk or thoughts that are going on in your head. If it's all self-blame, remind yourself that it's not just your responsibility, it's the other person's 50% and all the situation and context too. Some ways that you can accept with your body. There's two skills. One's called half smile and the other one's called willing hands from DBT. So wherever you are, you might want to practice this one now with your hands. 
So get both your hands and flip them so the palms are facing up towards the ceiling, towards the sky. And then just rest your hands maybe in your lap or on a table, wherever it's comfortable. Relax your shoulders down. Rest your arms nice and heavy. Feel your fingers relaxed, weighted with gravity. And just opening up that willing posture to accept life as it is right now. Those willing hands. And then the other one called half smile. So this isn't really like a half smile on your face. It's a very, very subtle lift of the corners of your lips going upwards. It's so subtle, someone might not even notice you're doing it. And simultaneously, you're relaxing down the rest of your facial muscles. So release your forehead, relax your jaw, relax your cheek muscles, and curve your lips up just very slightly. And take a few breaths with that half smile and those willing hands. Knowing whatever you're feeling, it might not be pleasant, it's okay. We're accepting life as it is in this moment, whatever primary feeling is there. And that's the next step for radical acceptance is acknowledging and allowing whatever primary feeling is there. So underneath that trying to fight reality or that anger, bitter, what's underneath it? Is it sadness, disappointment, maybe fear that you'll never find someone? Just curiously allow yourself to feel that feeling without trying to get rid of it or change it. With non-judgment, it's okay to feel that emotion. It makes sense. And if we allow ourselves to feel that primary emotion, then we can process it more easily. Maybe you even research what is the function of sadness? What is the function of fear? Learn more about it so it doesn't feel such an enigma, a weird emotion that you're experiencing. It makes sense that it's there. The next step Acknowledge that life is worth living even with pain in it, that it's unavoidable to escape pain, so fighting reality isn't helping, and including in dating, that taking dating steps to get towards your long-term goal is worth it even if the whole package has some pain. And then lastly, if you're finding it hard to accept, you might even write down a pros and cons of whether it's worthwhile trying to accept reality as it is or whether it's more helpful to fight it and see what comes out of that. Okay, if you want to learn any more of the skill of radical acceptance, I'll also include the link to the Dialectical Behaviour Therapy workbook and you can read some more about that skill there. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to speaking with you all next time. Have a lovely day or night, wherever you are.